What's up, Elegant fam? Welcome back to another episode. This week, I'm joined by JP, who took the risk to chase his dreams of becoming a young filmmaker. And as always, if you enjoyed the episode, seriously consider dropping a download. It's the number one way you can support us. All right, enjoy. I just forgot. I yeah, honestly forgot. But anyway, but it was like a joke, but I, I forgot my own joke, so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you want me to leave that in the recording? Sure. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, JP, how are you, bro? How's it going? I am doing good, man. What about you? I'm doing really good. I mean, it's seriously amazing to have you on here. I think it's so funny because just recently on like episode 10, I had Zach, who's one of your buddies and the filmmaking industry or photography industry uh, on the podcast. So I think it's really cool to actually now have you on here. Yeah. Well, I mean, thank you for having me, man. I thought when, when you... I think I don't know. I think I DM'd you about it when I when I yeah saw maybe it. yeah. I mean, it's, it's just I wanted to do something like that for the longest time. You know, it's I just love for the people who know me. You know, I just love talking for hours. I <laughs> dude, sometimes whenever I'm on car rides, I just call up my entire contact list of friends, <laughs> call up everyone to talk. I love that. It's a great opportunity. Yeah, no, I love that. It's so cool. It's so cool. And yeah, whenever you DM me, you, like you shocked me to be honest, because I mean, you've got like over 10k on instagram which is huge for instagram and whenever i saw you dm me i was like whoa what is this and you followed me i was like oh this is crazy so then yeah from there obviously i reached out to you and then here we are so welcome well thank you yeah yeah uh and for everyone who doesn't know jp uh do you want to introduce yourself yeah Uh, like how old you are and where you're from for sure um well my name is jp um i'm from montreal i'm 19 uh, and i'm a filmmaker yeah that's sweet. It's sweet. It's so cool. I think it's so cool. And everyone, make sure to go before you listen to this, or actually after, whatever. Make sure to go check him out. Seriously, like go check out all his stuff. You'll see what he does. It's super, super cool. It's uh, it's definitely it's very inspirational, uh, is what I would say. And at, like, what at what age did you kind of pick this up and realize you wanted to take this as a career? Yeah. So, it's a good question. I mean, me wanting to make videos has been, you know my I could say my entire life you know I started making YouTube videos I probably was you know nagging my dad to help me start the YouTube channel was I was eight you know I was mm-hmm. making magic trick videos on YouTube for my family and we would just send it to my aunt and my you know family friends and stuff and but I, you know as for as long as I can remember I've always wanted to be some sort of an enter, of, of an entertainer you know like when I was young every christmas dinner i would be in front of my entire family and be like oh you know i prepared this magic show for you guys and then you know later on i did you know throughout high school i did a lot of music and for a long time actually i i thought that's what i wanted to do uh like be a singer okay and uh i mean i still play sometimes music but you know the the real the real honest answer is I was making music, but I was making YouTube videos about it. And mm. I, I think what I liked more was entertaining people and making videos, you know. I feel so like. I think, I think that's when I, I knew, like, for the longest time, a lot of people, you know, when, let's say, teachers or parents, they ask you, yeah, but what's your plan B? What do you want to do if that doesn't work out? For the longest time in my entire life, I've, I've like thought of that that's what I want I, I was gonna do so much like I, I was I was 100% I was 100% sure that's what I was gonna do oh wow but when it came down to it and people started asking me this I was like well I don't know I don't I don't see myself doing something else 
Yeah. Really yeah. But um, yeah, I think back in in tenth uh, or eleventh grade is when I I started going all out on YouTube, and it started working for a bit, and then I don't know, I kind of stopped a little little because YouTube is very like yes, it's algorithm, but you also kind of got to be lucky. Yeah, it's true. I guess I didn't, you know, I, I didn't reach my blow up point, if, if <laughs> we can call it that. And but I've always wanted to travel, travel, make videos. That that was the you know vague goal. That's cool. So I think you know when I, my 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 thought process was exactly this right now. I was sitting in my class one day, and I was to be, how can I find a way to make money and travel, and then make the YouTube videos. Mm. So I was like, well, if I, if I make, if I make commercial, if I get paid by companies to make content for them, then I'm traveling and I can still make that YouTube video in the end. Right. So to a certain extent, it's like, ah, oh, I'm getting paid to make YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. that's how I see it. And that's how I got into the whole commercial filmmaking style of it, you know, getting paid to travel and then making the videos that you see online. That's interesting. That's really interesting. And you said like you started making YouTube videos in like grade 10 and 11, you said? Yeah, more consistently, but I've been making YouTube oh, okay. videos since I was eight years old. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you've definitely been in the industry in a way for a long, long time. Yeah, I wouldn't say the industry, but yeah, I've been wanting to do this for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is cool because now, I mean, I guess it's what you're doing, right? It's that's super cool. That's really cool. Yeah. And I mean, at a young age, were you inspired by anyone to do this type of stuff? Or are you inspired by anyone at the moment? Yeah, well, obviously, when I was young, you know, I was probably inspired by something, you know, something probably sparked my intention to start making YouTube videos. I don't know. I don't know what I was so young. But yeah, probably I just wanted to make stuff for my family, probably. Mm -hmm. And then, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think when I got older, like 10, 11, 12, you know, I... My favorite artist, his name is Jake Miller, and my favorite artist, he would he would go when when he would go on tour, he would have this thing called uh, tour diary, and he, he would make these vlogs, right? And I would just mm-hmm. binge watch binge watch these vlogs. Oh, cool! So like it was it was so fun. He's like, no, this guy's like nineteen twenty. He's like traveling and making music and getting paid to do it. <laughs> This is why I was like, oh, I gotta, you know, I gotta start making YouTube videos, you know. Yeah. So I kind, I kind of saw it. Yeah. And it's it's funny because like I feel like inspiration is everywhere, you know. Yeah. And like you said, by watching him, that inspired you to like do that and take on that. And I, I do, I feel the exact same way. Like everything I wear to what I do is mm-hmm. all from inspiration. Every single thing, I, like inspiration, is like one of my main things. Like I, and one of the sayings I like is inspire others to inspire themselves you know i think whoa that's that's deep (laughs) i know i know but it's true right it's like that's i mean that's the goal of my podcast right is to inspire others but it's like it's so true inspiration is everywhere so it's it's funny how you're saying you're you're inspired by him that's how kind of you grew up your content which is really cool but yeah and then now i'd say i'm more inspired by obviously every video i see you know every travel video i see every youtube video i see every Mm -hmm. i'm just inspired by my friends work too you know the thing is doing this with friends is very it's very fun because it's like of course we're doing it together but we also have our own thing going on 
yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's always like a, a race of like oh my god you know like a fun little race of like oh we can do this you know better or who's you know so we take inspiration from all of us and that's we cool keep, we keep each other motivated yeah that's so cool oh that's that's awesome that sounds like so much fun like being able to almost like not a competition but like be able to yeah all do the same thing and you know like still have that have that friendship type of thing that's so cool that's really really cool no this, is, this isn't a question it's more of a statement i feel like a lot of people at a young age um, like myself and I can t- I think I can talk for many teens mm-hmm. you know you're obviously whenever you're growing up your idea of like being happy in life is getting that rich job like I wanted to be a doctor an astronaut yeah. you know because I knew they paid a lot of money so I was like oh I'm gonna be that because it gives me all this money I can buy all this but I feel like as you age and as you grow older and I think I'm starting to realize this now and this is why I think it's really cool what you do is because you kind of understand that like money doesn't really buy happiness it's yeah. more like if you do what you love then, you know, you kind of, you know, that's, that's what happiness is built off of, right? Doing what you yeah, love. Exactly. And my dad kind of helped me realize that is like, he told, he could have made a lot more money in a different industry, but what he's in right now, you know, he's never been happier. So it's like, yeah, you know what I mean? And I think that's, what's really cool about you is that you kind of, you did that. So that's what I'm wondering, like about your whole dropping out of college. Well, first off, I don't, I don't encourage, uh, encourage people dropping out of school. That's, oh, yeah, the, yeah, one, yeah. that's the one misconception that I want to start with i don't you know like a lot of people are gonna say they hate school i i don't I, no i love it no, too, yeah. like, i i don't well i don't love school but you know like it's it's you know like let's if, if i take steve my good friend steven as a good example you know he's still in university you know mm. and you know like it's for me it's just i see going to university or, or well as something like you know, you're getting a higher education, like you're going to be way more educated. And my, my dad always used to tell me this, like, I, I never believed him. But now I know, like, there's a big difference in someone that doesn't go to higher education and someone who does, just in terms of, of in a conversation, the way that mm. person is going to talk, the things they're going to talk about. A lot of people think they can just drop out. But like, for if, if I come back to, you know, myself, I, I didn't stop school before I was able to know that this will work, mm. you know, that this was going to work. Cause obviously school is, is important. You know, there's things like I, I you know, like a doctor can't <laughs> like, I, I wouldn't want a doctor who didn't go to school to operate on me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So for some, for some things, you know, s- school is important. I, I will say that, but you know, the way I went about it was, um, so the way it works in, in Montreal is a bit different than Ontario and, and mm. the rest of the world. There's you, you stop school after year 11. So you graduate oh, wow. 17 and then you go to this school. It's called CJEP. It's between university and high school. It's for two, three years, depending on what you do. And then you can, you know, go to university. And so I was in CJEP and I was in cinema. And I during that year, what I did is when I, I knew that, you know, this is what I wanted to do. And so I, when I finished in May, that like, it was so long. It's, it feels like a lot lifetime ago, but it was yeah. years ago. What I did is I, I stopped. Well, not, I didn't stop. When I, when I finished that year, I started two things. I, I made four videos for my portfolio. Um, like four videos out of nothing. I went to Montreal. I went to, you know, the forest. I just made four 
videos that looking back on it are, are trash, you know, they're, <laughs> they're trash, they're not even good, but they made my portfolio. I made a website and, and then I started, you know, sending emails to companies. Right. And that's the thing I, I want to tell people is you don't go from being in high school to traveling full time. Yeah. Like, that's not like, that's not how it goes. It's just a misconception that, you know, it's our fault. You know, we post on social media that that's what we did, but it, it really isn't the entire story. What you're saying is in a way like hard work, right? Like you just put in the effort to kind of get where you are and yeah. um, get this following. And I think that leads me to my next question, which is like, how do you separate yourself from all these thousands of other filmmakers in the world and photographers, like how do you separate yourself and how did you build your growth? See, I don't, I don't think I'd be the right person to answer that question because like a lot of different things go into, you know, distinguishing yourself. I, I don't like, honestly, I'm, if I'm being honest with you, like I'm, I'm probably, I'm not the best. There's always going to be someone better than you. Mm. Um, and I don't think I'm at a point where I can say, oh, I'm different than everyone else. Mm -hmm. Of course, there's certain things in my production or the way I approach filmmaking or the way I approach doing things that is different. But I don't think, you know, I've been doing this professionally for a year now. So I don't think I'd be able to say, oh, I, I found saying. my style or I found yeah, yeah, my... yeah. like 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 we were talking at the start of the podcast. It's all it's all from inspiration. Like, obviously I have my, my ideas, but it goes like, you know, I, I, I surrounded myself with good people that have good ideas too. And I kind of just vibe off of them. I feel but that. I feel that. It's hard That's to, interesting. Yeah, to tell you, listen, I, I'm, I'm able to say, oh, I'm perfectly different than anyone else. You know, mm. if that's, yeah. that's my honest answer. Mm -hmm. That's very humble. That's a, that's a good way to put it. It just, yeah. Wow. Very, very humble. That's. Yeah, well, there's part of me, there's part of me that I can't, sometimes I'm egocentric, <laughs> but you know, right now it's just like, if I'm being honest, it's, it's true. Like, I don't, I'm not going to hide it. I'm not like, you know, of course I think I'm good at what I do. And the mm -hmm. thing that that's distinguishes me is, is that, you know, makes me different is obviously my editing style and the way I do things. But in terms of the whole process, I, you know, I, color like the way people color grade you know i i just take inspiration from that i haven't really found my style yet i'm still looking for that what i like in colors the way i like to shoot stuff video style i'm still looking for that i think the editing is what separates me to give you that's like, cool yeah that's cool and it's cool since you're like you're only like a year in now and you've mm -hmm. already you're already this talented at it and whenever you're talking about editing uh, obviously I edit my episodes and stuff like that. I'm hoping that this summer I'm going to completely start a full YouTube channel. Oh yeah. I'm going to try and, I'm going to try and start growing something like that. But at the honestly, same time, bro, I'm... you should go for it. Like the, cause I know I'm a, I'm a Kelly Wakasa fan too. Oh, I love like, that guy. Like, I think that's the, <laughs> the next generation of content that's going to you know, yeah. come out. And I think it's something that would suit you good. You know? Like, oh yeah. I actually really appreciate that. Cause to be honest, um, I take almost so I take so much inspiration from him oh, yeah. when it comes to anything. Kelly Osaka is like one of my number one. I'm so inspired by him, everything he does. And that's why I literally said I want to start a YouTube channel during the summer because dude, yeah. what he does is so cool. And that's kind of, I've I never actually, I'd like to meet Kelly. I've, I've never talked to him. I did talk to Luke. 
Oh, cool. Times in the like one time in the DMs, but yeah. you know they're really they're really sweet people. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they're, they're, awesome. they're they're genuine. Dude. You know, and they're, for anyone they're, who doesn't know who they are, um, they're these um, big YouTubers. Kelly's a huge YouTuber. Luke is still coming up, but he's obviously huge. Like he's yeah. got like almost three hundred k on youtube that's oh, no, they're, they're way back from the they're way back from the braille team eh? i still do you uh, yeah, still I know. watch braille yeah nice. yeah so good yeah they're awesome it's so cool it's um it's i don't know i think he's i think it's so cool and again like that's what i'm take a lot of my inspiration from and that's what i'm hoping to grow on but i think what separates kelly and luke and everyone uh whoever else is in their group and the your mom's house is what they live in in new yeah, york yeah. um i think what separates them is actually their like you said editing and that's all what also separates you in a way uh and yeah. i think that's what a lot of people nowadays is what separates them is their editing style is so good and i think david dobrik's one of the only people who david's edits aren't crazy like i think he I still know. he obviously edits his own youtube videos still yeah. but it's his content right but a lot of people nowadays don't no one has the money to spend like david dobrik Mm -hmm. uh if for everyone who doesn't know david dobrik's also a huge youtube sensation but kelly and all of them like and luke especially they their youtube videos are so well edited you know yeah. and i think that's what keeps people watching is because it's they take the right clips they put the right voiceovers they do every like it's so 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 well oh, done well yeah there's there's you know there's obviously a formula to making yeah a successful youtube video you know like i could tell you the formula right now but it's it's a lot goes into also the content you're providing. Like, of oh, course, sure. there's the, uh, you know, every second you need to make a cut or every, you know, second you need to show a different angle of camera or every, you know, and how to make a perfect intro that catches the eye and gets okay, your, yeah. your audience retention time, like way high, you know, way up there. But, but it's also goes to, you know, goes with the kind of content, like you need to make content that provides value to people or you know makes evokes emotion or teaches them something the thing the, the thing i've been really the thing i've been really you know learning recently is is people like it's so funny like kelly you know eric yeah yeah mm -hmm. so people like kelly and eric are doing a more authentic version of the mr beast style of content it's still the same kind of editing but it's a w different style of video, right? And when you make those kind of videos, this is when you'll blow up. You it's know? interesting. It's so interesting. I, dude, I'm totally, I'm this summer or even like even starting now, I'm totally going to try and like sit down and learn how to edit, like just do whatever I can. Cause I, I know like it's just, it's what it is, right? It's, it's a part of the, I mean, obviously content matters, but it's one of the biggest parts of YouTube and everything right yeah and you know that's that's why i love youtube way more than any you know short span social media because with like instagram yeah of course there's a way to make a reel that'll go viral but it's also very very um luck it's also a lot of luck yeah and and definitely. But it's also like when you know the formula of course you can make it but it's it feels like what can i compare it to it's the same thing as eating like I don't know, eating like, like a $1 hot dog or like <laughs> a hot dog that's, you know, like straight out from the trash compared to like a, a hot dog that's been, you know, really well made by like a top chef, right? The way I see it is the YouTube game. Well, the logic, so the logic behind the YouTube thing 
right, is way more intricate than just making a 15 second reel, which is why I love it more because yeah. it's like a game, right? It's like a game that you have to figure out the piece. <laughs> it's yeah. like a puzzle. You have to piece it together to make this amazing final product, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. And I think what's going to, uh, especially for you, like since you travel, yeah, I think that's I think that's definitely something people love to watch is people traveling and like experiencing new things. You'd be and... surprised. You'd be surprised. Oh yeah. That it's not the content that does the most well on YouTube. Really? Yeah. And that's surprising cuz I I mean for you I think it's I I mean I don't know, but I think for you it's something like myself. I would like to watch some of your videos, which I have, but I think the difference is is because you know what you're doing. You know, you're not just filming random stuff. You are actually a filmmaker. Like you know what you're doing. Yeah. You know, this is what you do. So well, I think that's the difference why someone would watch you than someone else who's just filming. Not saying there's a huge difference, oh, but yeah. you also know what to what to capture, right? So yeah. I think that's I think that's what was really cool. Well, you know, I try I try my best at doing what I can, but you know, I'm trying to like I said, I'm moving to Toronto about in September or something with my buddies. I'm trying to make this crazy I don't wanna give my entire idea, but something, you know, something for you people are going to be excited like i'm trying to get something about like mix the cinematics traveling with heartfelt you know videos and vlogs that's i'm gonna come up with my own style for that oh that's cool see that's what that's what we love is originality that's yeah that's so cool if you start doing that's awesome and i know obviously like i was saying you've you've done a a lot of different trips and stuff like that do you want to talk about some of them yeah um so it's funny because I start I started this traveling thing back in September. Like I said, I've only been doing this for a year. Like obviously, and this goes to any filmmaker. Like build your portfolio before you start traveling, because you know I've never. Thing is, I love traveling, but I never saw the point in traveling and losing money to create something. Right? It's always fun to have your portfolio. And then go on the trip and be able to to have the the investment back, you know, because here's the truth. Truth is, you you could make videos here in Montreal or Ottawa, right? Of course, it wouldn't be the craziest locations, but to build a portfolio, that's what you need to just yeah. be able to create something. You're and, right. and I'll touch on back later, but um, yeah, so. You know, back in September, I started, I went to Vancouver. Um, to, well, I went to Tofino, Vancouver Island, with Zach and another filmmaker, one of my buddies. And that was, that was the first trip. And it's crazy because that was my, at the time, I was 18. And I recently had turned 18. And <laughs> for those who don't know, my parents are very, uh, very, um, I don't want to say conservative parents, but they really, you know, they really care and they're really <laughs> So this was my first time doing that big of a trip alone. Oh, cool! And it was it was stressful, like oh, just being. But it's my favorite feeling. But being in the airport is so cool. But it was so so. I was like, what the hell am I doing there? Like I don't <laughs> even know what I'm doing. You know, like me and Zach, me and Zach. I don't even know how we hopped on the right plane. Like, <laughs> like. Um, I learned afterwards because on the ticket, I, I don't know. I don't know how, how I still don't know how it works, but I just follow my friends. But <laughs> on the plane tickets, the, the gate wasn't written or something. Uh, and 
we were just walking and I remember I just told Zach, oh, I think this is our gate and it ended up being the right one. But, oh, nice. uh, but you know, I just guessed. And then yeah. on our way back to Montreal, I, there, there were these TVs and this is when I saw, oh, you can look up your gate where to sit on that TV. <laughs> And I was like, well, how the, how the, you know, how did we find that door the first time? Like, uh, I don't yeah. know. And, and then when we, yeah, so that was the first trip. It was like a, a lot. I was kind of in cultural shock to that first trip. That's so the funny. first time being away for a long time from my family. And it was definitely like a learning curve, you know, because now it was, it was like, it's not where, You know, when I create when I created my portfolio back in in Montreal and a few months before and I had made those videos, I never had like a time. You know, I was in Montreal, I could go down to the city or go down to my, you know, neighborhood forest or something and right. and you know, make these videos whenever I wanted. It was the first time that I was on a time. I was timed. I was like, okay, I have like 10 days to create six different videos, right? And this is this is when it hit me. I was like this is like like we got to do something you know yeah like, yeah it's not just a, a trip and but it was fun that was the first trip back in, in vancouver That's and then, cool. then in toronto actually after that we went like i said to toronto for the first time we were supposed to go to new york but oh wow plans, yeah plans fell through and we went to toronto and we met uh me and i me, uh, zach and i met met steven And this is when we reached out to Epidemic and we made this first project for them, yeah. And for anyone who doesn't know, Epidemic, uh, Epidem Epidemic Sound, sorry, is a, they're a huge company. Um, and JP, you did a, what what was it? It's a, like a promotional video for them? Yeah, it's called? yeah, it's like a marketing campaign, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, so getting that um, that brand deal, basically, <laughs> yeah. uh, like how did that how did that happen? Like did you reach out to them? Is that how a lot of that stuff happens? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's a lot of how the stuff happens at this point or part of my life right now. I'm not some. I don't know if you know who Sam Colder is. I do. Yes. Yeah. So Sam Colder probably probably like gets you know has people reaching out to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, I'm not at the, I'm not at that point yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, so a lot of the time we we actually pretty much all the time we have to reach out to. Uh, so sending out like lots of emails, I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, now that we're more established, just, you know, as a group, me and my buddies. Which I think is cool, yeah. Yeah, it's like we don't have to send as many emails as we did before. It's more um, targeted emails that we send now. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, now we know what we can offer and we know what companies would like these kind of, you know, there's a research that goes behind it. You know, as, com as compared to... When you start, it's more like just send out a bunch of emails to anyone you can find and yeah. get something, you know? So, yeah. Now now our job is easier but harder because, you know, the projects are bigger. But at the right. same time, we don't have to spend hours just sending emails. Yeah, yeah, I see that. And I think what's cool is also since you guys are kind of like a team in a way, like you guys are yeah. a group, you yeah. guys almost all work together, right? Yeah. Which it's, is that's cool. The funniest, that's the funniest, most amazing thing. And I actually on a car, on the car, on the car. Yes, JP. So in the car on my way to, you know, my house to do the podcast, I was thinking, I was like, maybe I should talk about this. I was like, I saw this quote at some point. It said, if you want to go, like, if you want to go far, 
And if you want to go fast, you better do it together. You know, mm. if you do it alone, like you're not yeah. going mean, to, you can't do I feel it, that, but I feel it's going to be as fast or as hard or, sorry, or as, uh, um, uh, you're not going to go as far. And Mr. Beast actually said that on, on a podcast, he said the, 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 you know, why, why it's a good thing to be in a team is because let's say someone does something and makes a mistake. Well, now all three of you learn from that mistake and you can, you know, uh, reach to the next level, let's say. And then if someone makes another mistake, then all three of you make, you know, you learn from that mistake mistake and you go way faster as compared to if you're alone and you make a mistake, then okay, next time, but you know, it takes a longer time. Yeah, no, it's true. Learn from from all your mistakes. Mm -hmm. I think the whole like group idea thing that you have, not like that, and also the idea of like inspiration from others. And I go back to that, right? It's like you, I bounce off like my parents. I bounce all of my ideas off of. Like I'm throwing ideas at them constantly. They're denying them. My sister, like I'm throwing, I throw ideas at them like 24 seven. I think that's the same idea with you, right? Is you. So like, honestly, in a way, my parents are growing with me. Like you said, like they're growing together because I need them, you know, I need them to help me with that type of stuff. It's not the same idea because I mean, to be honest, I'm in touch with a lot of other podcasters. Mm -hmm. I like the Juve podcast is a big one. I'm in touch with Knight. Um, but yeah, like, again, it's like throwing ideas off each other, learning different, different things, stuff like that. So I think that's really cool how you, how you mentioned that. Yeah. Well, you know, at the end of the day, like, what am I going to, even if I, even if, if I'm successful, right. What am I going to do if I have no one to share it with? You know true. What I mean? Very true. So I, Very I'd true. rather, I'd rather right now sacrifice financial stability mm-hmm. to be able to, when we have a project, just share it all together like three part ways and just create this for my friends and travel with my friends like i could I could do it alone but i wouldn't be as happy you know yeah i feel and that i do feel I, that so and actually i could do it alone it doesn't mean i would be successful doing it i'm just saying i could do it alone like without anyone and try but you mm. know my friends are a big part of the reason why i'm here today too yeah you gotta bring your gotta bring your homies with you you know gotta gotta have the whole group grow yeah, yeah for sure I think that's really cool but going back on to the whole filmmaking, yeah. I think a lot of people, and including myself, have this question because I asked Zach about this as well. But what type of camera do you use? Right now, I'm, I'm using a Blackmagic uh, Pocket Cinema camera. Oh, wow. Um, 4K. It's a, this one is a, it's a more... Because, you know, let's say um, even Joel on the team has that camera and Zach has the same. It, well, Joel has a Canon R6 and Zach has a Canon R5. Um, these are, they're great, you know, the specs of those cameras are amazing, but they're also, um, photo camera at the same time, you know, my, 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 my black magic is a full cinema camera. So it doesn't take pictures. It's just a cinema camera. So instead of having a camera do two things like at half percentage, this camera just focused fully on, on on like movies right one thing okay yeah so it's like the specs are way better for 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 you know um, making videos and if if anyone out there is listening and they're you know they're uh they know about iso and camera settings for light for lighting you know if to just give you an idea the iso is what you know is what um gives you the the freedom to 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 you know uh, play around with light and the light that comes in the camera 
uh, and play with the lighting of the footage that you're gonna shoot. And I had a camera and my ISO could only go up to 800 and it would start being grainy. Right? Mm. The image would start being grainy. With my black magic, I can literally shoot in nighttime, like plain nighttime. And I can get my ISO up to like four or 5,000, I think. And it's wow. going to be grainy. That's crazy. Yeah. Dude, dude, the technology nowadays, I, I mean, I'm saying it like I'm like older person, but no, but it is still crazy how... And, I hate to ask like a price on that, but if for someone who's interested in buying yeah. it, how much would that camera type of cost? Honestly, the pocket, the 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 Black Magic is is, in my opinion, a better choice than the R five. Like you know, Zach was saying his cost five grand. Mm-hmm. My Black Magic is was two grand. Okay, wow. Two grand, but yeah. I didn't start on that. You know, I had a Canon yeah, yeah, yeah. T7 for the longest time. It was like a $500 camera. And what I think what I think people should do, what I think people should do is start with a um a entry camera, right? So just a camera, whether it, whether it be their phones, whether it be a $500 camera, you know, or a digit like not a not a mirrorless camera, but like uh, one of these like small Sony's camera that go for like 100 you know, just buy that and, and start shooting. Because the thing that happens is, here's what happened with me. My camera was really, there was a lot of limit to what I could do with it. Right. I didn't have the, the free range of doing whatever I wanted. The camera wasn't shooting 4K, it was like 720p. It wasn't that great. And I didn't have that great of a lens. So, but I learned how to use the settings on the camera to make it look good. And so then when I, when I moved to this, um, more advanced camera, I had the knowledge to create something good. So now the fact that this camera was even higher quality, it was way easier to get something good, but you know, I still had the knowledge, right? So I think, right. you know, where the knowledge goes a long way. And so I don't think it, especially nowadays with our camera and with our iPhones, I don't think it's that big of a deal if you don't start with that, you know, highest gear, high quality gear, you know? Just start shooting. Like gear will matter once you're at a professional level. Like and professional level, I mean, you're at a point where it, it's bringing back money. You you don't have to be like professional professional, but you know when once you start making money, mm-hmm. this is this is when it'll become important to have gear that makes sense, you know, with quality. But when you just start, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You just I think that's to- a great piece of advice. Yeah. Because I think too many people like want the best gear right off the bat. Like, yeah, but- oh, I got to buy $500 microphone. I got to buy a $2,000 camera right off the bat. You know what I mean? But it's like, well, what if you buy that stuff and then you don't like it? You know what I mean? I mean and you yeah, don't want to do guess it. So, but it's it's also more of like, I've seen it happen a couple times when it's oh, like yeah? you, buy the most ex- you buy an expensive camera and they just don't know how to use it. Oh, that is true. And you're like, okay, well, you know, you could have just bought a less expensive camera and learn how to, you know, I mean, of course there's the, if you, if, if you don't like it, but you can just always resell it and make a good profit. That's true. It's camera gear, you know, that's very true. It's very true. But at the same time, I almost feel like, like for someone who's just getting into it, like, like obviously someone who doesn't really know, like you don't need the top end quality. Like you were saying, right? Like you're, you can use your phone and if like, if you start to enjoy it, then yeah, obviously and you want to start making money, then obviously upgrade your gear. But I think too many people kind of want the best gear to start. 
it's yeah, like sure. if you enjoy it you know just use what you can for now and then start growing something yeah yeah so i i, def- I think that's a great piece of advice that a I mean, lot of it's, people it's, it's honestly the way i feel about it you know like mm-hmm. i don't you know because yeah. like i mean hey if you're starting out you know and you're able to buy a five grand camera i mean i don't know how you do it but i mean <laughs> i mean they're like <laughs> yeah yeah it's true it's true i mean I'm interested, JP, I'm really interested in you and I'm interested in what your future aspirations are. I think a lot of, a lot of people now listening, like they want to know what your goals are for the future. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly, I, I have no idea. Like I, I know what I want to do, but like, you know, I could give you the basic answer. Oh, I want to be at, you know, like in five years, I want to be financially stable. I want to be able to right. travel and, and, but you know, the thing is, like, I don't know, you know, I know what I'm doing right now to be able to achieve what I want, uh-huh. but you know, future, we don't know what the future is going to hold. I, mean, I don't even know what I'm going to eat tomorrow morning for breakfast, <laughs> you know? So it's a good way to put it. So it's like, sure. I could tell you, I want to be, I want this to, you know, be, I want to be successful in doing this and I want to mm-hmm. be the best. And I want to, in five years from now, I want to be able to, you know, do this kind of project, but reality is we don't know. I'm just, I'm just happy. Listen, if I, if you talk to the J, if we were talking to the JP that was eight years old right now, just be like super excited that I'm, that I've reached that goal where I'm able yeah. to do this as my job. You know, I like that. That's I'm true. really living my dream job, regardless of mm-hmm. what it pays right now. And 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 whatever happens, if 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 you're able to monetize your passion. Money will come eventually. This is the fact that you're able to start doing something every day and that's your passion. It just feels great. Yeah, that's sweet, bro. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so cool. And I love that. You know, I, the fact that you're just kind of taking it by the road. I mean, obviously you have a goal, but like, you know, you're just kind of living life and yeah, for doing sure. what you love. That's sweet. That's so cool, bro. And I that leads on to my last question, which is a question I always end off every single episode with. Uh, and it's what's your best piece of advice for either it can be for anyone for a teenager or for anything like that but really just what's your best piece of advice i guess my best piece of advice for someone starting would just to go for it you know in in anything you know like when i was a kid i didn't i didn't think about youtube subscribers you know i was just making videos for the fun of it to see if that's what i actually liked and then I, i loved it and it turned into something new and then but for filmmaking and getting into that environment, I think it just goes with knowledge will come eventually, you know, experience mm-hmm. it. This, this, this job or this industry goes a lot with experience, but, but this comes with time, right? Right. So just learn, learn, you know, just have fun. I think, you know, the way I started was I, you know, started making a portfolio, made a website, made a couple of videos, you know, and then emailed a bunch of companies. And and then when I had, you know, when I had enough of a credibility, then I made my first trip, my mm. first paid trip. So it just goes like, you know, surround yourself with friends because I don't know how someone could do it alone. I, I would not be able to do it alone. Surround yourself with good people. Um, learn stuff you know don't be afraid to read if you're not going to go to school for some to learn something you mm-hmm. know reading about this industry is or, 
or how to do it is goes a long way. Oh, totally. And yeah, I guess that my, my, I guess my, if, if we want to sum it up to, to one sentence or one word is be open-minded. I love that. I think that, yeah. I love that. And I actually, it's funny cause that's also one of my favorite pieces of advice that I also got from someone else that now I've used. And that's totally true is be open-minded. Oh, I love that. I love that saying. That's yeah, a great way to put it. it. Don't be, listen, I, it's kind of ironic. I say this cause even me, you know, like I said, I can be very, <laughs> I can have a very, and my friends know this, I can have a very big ego sometimes, you know, not like <laughs> a bad way, but I just, yeah. you know, I have a big ego sometimes. And it's, it's, it's funny coming from it's me saying this, but <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, be open-minded. Don't be afraid to tell people that you're wrong, yeah. you know, and, or that yeah. you need to learn or that you don't That's know true. something. Cause when you're That's like, true. Oh, I know something and you don't, I, I don't, I don't see the bright side of that because if, if you, you know, if someone, if you say you're able to admit that you don't know something, the opportunity for you to learn is going to come. Yeah, yeah, it's so, true. Yeah. Yeah. That's, so, that's a great way to put it. That's such a great way to put it. Yeah. Well, I mean, thank you so much um, yeah. for coming on. This has been amazing. Uh, yeah, it's been, and, it's been really great. I'm just talking with you too. Yeah. It's yeah. been great. I mean, everyone make sure to go check out JP on YouTube, Instagram, all of his links will be in the description below. Of course, go drop him a follow. He's a great guy. Amazing story. And yeah. Is there anything else you want to say? It was great talking with you, Noah. It's really, I like what you're doing with the podcast. I think it's, uh, you know, I've always wanted to have a podcast and the fact that you're doing it right now, is <laughs> super great. So just, I mean, just keep going, man. <laughs> I appreciate that. Seriously, I do. And yeah, without any further ado, that's a wrap. <laughs>